Some brief historical highlights of AI. Before AI was what it is today, in fact, when it was still just an idea, John McCarthy and a few of his colleagues, which included Marvin Minsky, Herbert Simon, Alan Newell, and Arthur Samuel, decided that cognitive processes of machines were interesting and potentially world-changing enough to require research. Although it was John McCarthy, in his excitement about the potential that machine intelligence had, who reportedly in 1956 first coined the term artificial intelligence and described it as the science and engineering of making intelligent machines, the foundations was provided by discoveries in information theory, neurobiology, cybernetics, statistics, mathematics, and computer science. On a more statistical and probabilistic track, some earlier machine learning related foundational work was done in 1763 with Thomas Bayes providing the basis for Bayes' theorem as formulated by Pierre-Simon Laplace in 1812 which describes the probability of an event based on prior knowledge of conditions that might be relevant to the event. In 1805, Adrien-Marie Legendre outlined the least squares method which is still today heavily used for regression and curve fitting applications. Andrei Markov first described in 1913 a Markov chain, which is a stochastic model describing a sequence of possible events in which the probability of each event depends on only the state attained in the previous event. Strong foundations for AI in its current form were specifically laid by Alan Turing's theory of computation, the Church-Turing thesis that describes how digital computers can simulate any formal process of reasoning and the formal design for Turing complete artificial neurons by McCulloch and Pitts in 1943. The latter is a system of data manipulation rules that is computationally universal in that it can simulate any Turing machine which is a mathematical model of computation that defines an abstract machine that can simulate an algorithm's logic. We know that mathematics is the study of formal systems that abstract the concepts of logic, space, number, quantity, and numerical calculation, and that computation involves the process of applying a formal system to answer a question presented within the system whereas mathematics is the domain of all formal specifications or languages. Computation is the domain of all possible implementations. In the 1920s, David Hilbert proposed a solution to the inconsistencies in the foundation of mathematics through what is called Hilbert's program to provide a basis for all existing theories to a provable, finite, complete and consistent set of axioms. However, in 1931, Kurt Goodall's incompleteness theorems showed that Hilbert's program was not possible for all of mathematics, specifically not being able to prove that all truths about the arithmetic of natural numbers and that a system cannot demonstrate its own consistency. So although mathematics cannot do all mathematics, computation can do all computation as shown by Alonzo Church and Alan Turing in 1939 via their thesis that a function on the natural numbers can be calculated by an algorithm if and only if it is computable by a Turing machine. In 1949, the Manchester Mark I was the first stored program computer invented. In 1950, Alan Turing showed that computation can do all mathematics that can be done on a universal Turing machine and also introduced the Turing test as a way of testing a machine's intelligence which effectively tests if a machine can trick humans into thinking it is human. If so, it has intelligence. 
A year later, the first neural network machine that was able to learn was developed by Marvin Minsky and Dean Edmonds, which they called Stochastic Neural Analog Reinforcement Calculator, or SNARK. Evelyn Fix and Joseph Hodges in 1951 developed the K-nearest neighbors algorithm used for classification and regression and which was later extended by Thomas Cover. In 1952, Arthur Samuel at IBM developed machine learning programs that can play checkers. A few years later, in 1957, Frank Rosenblatt conceived an algorithm for supervised learning of binary classifiers which he called perceptrons. If we now fast-track from here, some further application-related historical highlights include the first industrial robot called Unimate in 1961 that was deployed at General Motors and replaced humans on the assembly line, AI funding at MIT in 1963 by the U.S. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA, a reinforcement learning machine developed by Donald Michie in 1963 that were able to play the game tic-tac-toe and the pioneering chatbot that conversed with humans called Eliza, which was developed by Joseph Weizenbaum at MIT in 1964. This was followed by a period of further optimism with Moore's Law in 1965, stating that the number of transistors in a dense integrated circuit doubles every two years. Science fiction writers Arthur Clarke and Stanley Kubrick imagined in 1968 that by the year 2001, we will have machines with intelligence that matched or exceeded humans. And Marvin Minsky saying in 1970 that in three to eight years, we'll have a machine with general intelligence of a human being. Shaky, which was the first general purpose mobile robot that was able to reason about its own actions, was developed during 1966 to 1972 by Stanford Research Institute and funded by DARPA. In 1972, Japanese robotic scientists from Waseda University developed Waybot 1 as the world's first full-scale android humanoid robot that was able to walk and communicate with people in Japanese, navigate a room and grip and transport objects. This was followed by the first AI winter period during 1974 to 1980 where AI funding dried up after sky-high expectation and bubbling optimism without meaningful results. In addition, the research in neural networks was paused in the 1970s after Marvin Minsky and Seymour Papert's destructive criticism of the limitations of Frank Rosenblatt's single-layer perceptron neural network. In 1979, Kunihiku Fukushima introduced a hierarchical multi-layer type of neural network called Neocognition, which was used for pattern recognition tasks such as Japanese handwritten character recognition and later influenced the development of convolutional neural networks which are used for processing, segmentation and classification of images and other autocorrelated data. After some early foundational work to build rules-based systems that emulates decisions of human experts by the Stanford Heuristic Programming Project, led by Edward Feigenbaum, we saw a spike of expert system development using languages such as Lisp and Prolog during the 1970s and early 1980s, with examples such as Mycin diagnosing infectious diseases. Dendril identifying unknown organic molecules and SIT for synthesis of integral design of CPU logic gates. 1980 also saw the Symbolics Lisp machine commercialized, which led to an AI renaissance for a few years. 
1982, Japan's Ministry of International Trade and Industry launched the fifth generation computer systems project to create computers using massively parallel computing and logic programming. Another vitalizing event in the early 1980s was the revival of neural networks via the work of physicist John Hopfield in 1982 with the Hopfield network as a recurrent neural network with associative memory and David Rumelhart, Jeffrey Hinton and Ronald Williams whom applied the backpropagation algorithm developed by Seppo Linane Ma in 1970 which describes the algorithm as automatic differentiation and applied to neural networks by Paul Verbos in 1974 to multi-layer neural networks in 1986. Terry Shinovsky and Charles Rosenberg Develop a neural network system called NetTalk in 1985 that learned to pronounce written English text which served as the input and matched the corresponding phonetic transcriptions as output. Carnegie Mellon University with DARPA sponsorship produced the first autonomous car called NavLab 1 in 1986. This was followed by a second AI winter from 1987 to 1993 where despite progress in AI, business and government lost interest in AI for a while. In 1989, Christopher Watkins developed Q-Learning, which is a reinforcement learning algorithm to learn appropriate actions that instructs an agent what to do under what circumstances without requiring a model of the environment. A few years later, in 1992, Gerald Tesoro from IBM developed backgammon software called TD Gammon that played the game by training a neural network with temporal difference learning. In 1995, Tin Kum Ho described random decision forests, an ensemble learning technique for regression, classification and other tasks that works by generating many decision trees at training time and give a class prediction according to the class that gets the most votes from the individual decision trees or in the case of regression the mean or average prediction from the decision trees. In the same year, Vladimir Vapnik and Karina Cortez introduced support vector machines, a robust statistical machine learning technique that maps training examples to points in space in order to maximize the width of the gap between the categories and which are used for classification and regression tasks in supervised or unsupervised learning mode. In 1997, the usefulness and efficiency of recurrent neural networks were improved through Jürgen Smithuber and Sepp Hochreiter's conception of long short-term memory recurrent neural networks that can process long sequences of data in applications such as speech recognition, anomaly detection and connected handwritten recognition. During the same time in 1997, IBM's Deep Blue as the world's first chess-playing computer system defeated world champion chess player Garry Kasparov and Dragon Systems developed the first publicly available speech recognition software. In 1998, an MIT team led by Cynthia Brazil introduced Kismet, a robot head that can recognize and simulate human emotions. Sony launched in 1999 the first consumer robot pet dog called Ibo with skills and personality that develops over time. iRobot, founded by Rodney Brooks and others, developed the first mass-produced autonomous robotic vacuum cleaner called Roomba in 2002 that learned to navigate, avoid obstacles and clean homes. In 2004, NASA's robotic exploration rovers Spirit and Opportunity were able to autonomously navigate the surface of Mars.
an artificially intelligent bipedal humanoid robot called Asimo that was developed by Honda was able to recognize moving objects, its surrounding environment, faces, sounds, postures, and gestures, as well as walking as fast as a human in servicing customers in restaurant settings. Netflix launched the Netflix Prize machine learning competition in 2006 to improve their own collaborative filtering recommendation software's accuracy in predicting a user's rating for a film given their ratings for previous films by at least 10%, which resulted in the prize eventually won in 2009. The game Checkers was solved in 2007 by a team of researchers at University of Alberta. Google introduced voice-enabled search to Apple's iPhone in 2008 and also built the first self-driving car to handle city conditions in 2009. The creation of the large image dataset called ImageNet, which was led by Fifi Lee from Stanford University, is considered by many people as a catalytic move to help set up the current AI revival as the best machine learning algorithms would only be able to be effective if trained on real-world data. During 2010, Microsoft launched Connect for Xbox 360, which was the first gaming device that was able to follow human body movement using a combination of a 3D camera and infrared detection features. IBM's question-answering computer called Watson, using a combination of machine learning, natural language processing, and information retrieval techniques, won first place in 2011 against champion human participants on the popular $1 million prize television quiz show, Jeopardy, in the US. In 2011, Apple integrated Siri, an intelligent virtual assistant with a voice interface, into the iPhone 4S with other personal assistants such as Google Now and Microsoft Cortana to follow, using speech recognition to answer questions and perform simple tasks during the period 2011 to 2014. The Google Brain team, who was led by Andrew Ng and Jeff Dean in 2012, trained a multi-layer autoencoder type of neural network using large-scale unsupervised learning to recognize cats with 75% accuracy by watching unlabeled images taken from frames of YouTube videos. Google's subsidiary Shaft Inc. of Japan developed Robot HRP2 in 2013 that defeated 15 teams in performing disaster response tasks to win DARPA's Robotics Challenge trials. In 2013, China's Tianyi 2 doubled the world's top supercomputing speed to 33.86 petaflops. A chatbot called Eugene Guzman that was presented as a 13-year-old Ukrainian boy passed the Turing test in 2014 with a third of the judges believing Eugene is human. Ian Goodfellow in 2014 has developed generative adversarial networks that automatically discover and learn patterns in input data in such a way that the model can be used to generate new examples that credibly could have come from the original dataset. GANs typically consist of a generator model that is trained to generate new examples and a discriminator model that tries to classify examples as either real or fake. In 2014, Facebook developed a deep learning system called DeepFace that identifies faces with 97.35% accuracy, which represents near-human accuracy and an improvement of more than 27% over previous systems. 
In the same year, Amazon launched Alexa. Within Amazon Echo Smart Speakers, an intelligent virtual assistant with a voice interface that completes shopping tasks and various other tasks such as playing music, audiobooks or podcasts, as well as providing real-time information and controlling other smart devices in a home automation context. In 2015, Google open-sourced TensorFlow as an end-to-end open-source machine learning platform for everyone. Microsoft chatbot Tay in 2016 showed disrespectful behavior on social media, making provocative and insulting racist comments before being removed. During 2016, both Uber and Tesla also started to pilot autopilot or self-driving car programs in the US. In the same year, China's Sunway Taihu Light tripled the world's top supercomputing speed to 93 petaflops. Although in 2020 being surpassed by Fujitsu's Fogaku supercomputer with a speed of 442 petaflops. Another noteworthy AI achievement was when Google DeepMind's AlphaGo was trained to play the strategy board game of Go, renowned for its vast number of possible positions, which is estimated to be in the order of 10 to the power of 170, to defeat professional Go player Lee Sadol 4-1 in 2016 and world champion Key J in 2017. AlphaGo uses a combination of Monte Carlo tree search to choose moves at random and find a winning strategy by simulating the game to the end and reinforcement deep learning that consists of a policy network to select the next move and a value network to predict the winner of the game at each position. An improved version of AlphaGo called AlphaGo Zero not only outperformed previous versions but also learned the game by only playing against itself without being trained on millions of human moves while also using far less processing power. A more generic version called Alpha Zero that can master chess, shogi, which is Japanese chess, and go, was able to beat chess engine Stockfish 8 with only 4 hours of training. Also, in 2017, DeepStack was the first AI system to beat human players in imperfect information games such as Heads Up No Limit Poker through combining recursive reasoning to handle information asymmetry decomposition to focus computation on the relevant decision, and a form of intuition that is automatically learned from self-play using deep learning. OpenAI trained a large-scale reinforcement learning AI agent to play the multiplayer video game Dota 2 and was able to win against a professional Dota 2 player in the 2017 International Dota 2 tournament to demonstrate its ability to achieve expert-level performance, learn human-AI cooperation, and operate at internet scale. In 2018, Google presented a service called Google Duplex to allow an AI assistant to schedule appointments over the phone by imitating human-sounding speech. In 2020, Microsoft introduced DeepSpeed, a deep learning optimization library for PyTorch that makes distributed training of models simpler and also more efficient and effective across the spectrum of supercomputers, low-end clusters, or a single GPU. Early adopters of DeepSpeed at Microsoft have already produced a language model called Turing Natural Language Generation, or TNLG, which was at the time the largest language model ever published at 17 billion parameters. In 2020, OpenAI has released their third-generation autoregressive language prediction model called GPT-3, a state-of-the-art autoregressive language model with 175 billion parameters in the full version that uses deep learning to produce a variety of human-like text 
computer codes, poetry and other language tasks. From these high-level historical highlights, it is clear that the AO field not only benefited from some important foundational work, continuously increasing computing capability and enormous growth in data, but even with all the stops and starts over the last 70 years, actually made some steady progress and currently have some serious momentum to unlock tremendous application value. Joshua Bach regards the classical AI from 1950 to 2013 as first-order AI. The current phase with systems that learn as second-order AI, meta-learning, learning about learning as third-order AI, and asks if fourth-order AI is about the general theory of search. According to Kai-Fu Lee, the most meaningful breakthrough in AI's 70-plus-year-old history is deep learning which happened in 2012 when deep learning was applied to an AI competition called the ImageNet Challenge. At that time, Jeff Hinton and his PhD students, Alex Krzyzewski and Ilya Sutskiver from University of Toronto, participated in this challenge by training their deep learning neural networks on the large ImageNet database and became the first team to go beyond 75% accuracy in the competition. It also showed the importance of data when it comes to data-driven machine learning techniques as opposed to fine-tuning neural network architectures and algorithms. Although others may differ, Kaifu Lee reckons that deep learning applied to the massive datasets that we are generating will likely remain AI's biggest breakthrough for years to come, with many groundbreaking applications to follow that are built on this discovery. Although I agree with deep learning's application potential for the unlocking of business and societal value, I think we are likely to see further breakthroughs of the same magnitude as deep learning, especially considering the amount of investment going into AI as well as AI's progress and future directions discussed in Chapter 9.